Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In your walk with Christ, are you concerned about His imminent return? Or maybe you're so concerned that it's making your relationship with Jesus worse. Today, Pastor J.D. explains that you must live every day as a sacrifice to Jesus, regardless of when He will return to save you. Give your all to Him in every moment. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 20th, 2023. The devil, D-E-V-I-L, devil, E-V-I-L-L-I-V-E, backwards, The devil is God's devil. Does that mess you up? Stay with me. He's a created being. He's not God's opposite. He is not omniscient. He is not omnipresent. He is not omnipotent. He's a created being who is limited by Almighty God. And he can do no thing unless God allows him to. And God will never allow the devil he created to do anything unless in the end it fulfills his purpose for his glory and our good. Ask Job. Ask Peter for that matter. You know the account when Jesus calls Peter over and says, Hey Peter, come here. I got so we need we need to talk. <laughs> Satan came out to me and, and asked for permission to sift you as wheat. If I'm Peter, I'm like, you told him no, right? <laughs> no, actually I, I gave him permission. Why? Because I knew that in the end it would be for your good and my glory. Interesting with Job, I don't want to take it too far, but interesting with Job, right? Uh, just the first chapter right out of the shoot, you'll learn a lot about how limited the devil is. Okay, you can, you can do that, but no more. And go ahead. And he does. Why did God allow the devil to do that to Job? Because he knew in the end it would glorify God and be good for Job. In other words, how do I say this? The eviler the evil is, the gooder the good will be. Is that not proper English? It probably isn't. God takes the bad and makes good. And proportionate to the evil is the good. This is Genesis 50-20 textbook. Joseph's dad and his brothers, Jacob has just died. The brothers are freaking out. Uh Uh-oh, dad's gone. Joseph is going to kill us, man after what we did to him, the evil we did to him. 
The only reason he hasn't killed us yet is because dad was alive. In fact, I, I wonder they were thinking to themselves, dad, please don't die yet. Please don't die yet. Because when you die, we're dead. Well, he dies. They go to Joseph. Hey, bro. <laughs> Joe, love you, man. They were afraid because Joseph could have just said, okay, dad's gone. That's it. But he doesn't. Instead, he says to them, what you did, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about the salvation of many this day. In other words, the evil that you meant for me, God used that evil. Absent that evil, I wouldn't have been in Egypt. Now think about it, if you had not sold me into slavery, left me for dead, and I didn't end up in Egypt, and I didn't end up being falsely accused by my boss's wife, and thrown into a dungeon of a prison, all of that, if that never happened, I would not have been here, and you would not be here either. It was all evil, but God orchestrated it. He choreographed every step with precision perfection. And then the time came. In other words, you don't have the salvation of many absent the evil of some. I'm trying to put it into perspective here, because if you try to wrap your mind around it, absent that understanding, you will write your own Psalm 73. I would much rather my life be a Psalm 37 <laughs> than a Psalm 73. And I would venture to say for some it's more like a 73 than a 37. It's for this reason that instead of fretting and fuming over the evildoer, we can trust in the Lord Jesus. He's going to save many, that which was meant for evil. He's going to mean it for good. Maybe I can just couch it in a question. When you came to Christ, what was it that brought you to Jesus? Just think back. Something happened, huh? Aren't you glad? Let me ask you this question. What if what happened didn't happen? Do you think you would have come to Jesus? Hmm. Let me try to bring this to its intended end. <laughs> like back in 2020, people are walking with Jesus Christ, born again of the Spirit of God because of the evil that was perpetrated on mankind that would not have otherwise come to Jesus Christ had that not happened. And so too is this true today on these islands. I believe with all of my heart, because that's who God is. 
That's how God is. It's consistent with the character of God. It's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance and salvation in Jesus Christ, whatever it takes. And if it takes something like this, so be it, Lord. So be it, Lord. Yeah, but Pastor J.D., what about those people that died in that horrific fire that were trapped in their cars. I don't want to get too graphic. The Lord knows. The Lord knows. Do you know how many people are going to get saved because of this? God's going to bring them to Himself because of something as evil as this. It is my hope and prayer. This will be that which brings people to Jesus, or if need be, how about this, back to Jesus. You know, sometimes it takes something like this to bring us back to the Lord, because we've wandered, we've strayed, we've backslidden. One more comment related to the real possibility of the rapture happening, who knows, maybe within weeks. Could it be that things like what's happening on Maui, and all over the world, by the way, I mean, there's a list, it's quite lengthy. As we speak, the things that are happening right now, could it be that God is allowing it to happen because the rapture is going to happen? And he wants as many people saved before the rapture, because that's his heart, and that's his will. Maybe it's a personal trial in your life. Maybe it's problems in your marriage, problems in your family, problems with your children, financial problems, problems at work. I mean, you're going through maybe one of the most difficult times you've ever gone through in your life. Could it be that God is saying, I'm coming to take you, you're not going to be available Monday, September 25th, so I'm allowing this to happen so that when I do come, before Monday, September 25th, okay, for the last time, <laughs> you'll have already let go. Those things in our lives that become idols. An idol is something or someone that becomes more important than Jesus. It's the object of our devotion and affection and our time. And here we are at the end of time, and we're, we're, we're holding on. It's not to say don't have plans, just don't let those plans have you. Hold on loosely to them, because you don't know. Maybe God's saying, uh, hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. This, these kinds of things have a way of, oh, i got to share this with you. Good thing I left time. Don't look at your watches. We're good. 
I couldn't have been probably more than eight or nine years old. And that was back in the newspaper days. You young people, it's actually a, a very thin paper, big, they fold them, they would deliver them to the, anyway. The sunset the night before was one of the most spectacular, almost eerie sunsets that we had ever seen. I'm just a little boy, and I remember my mom looking at that sunset and thinking to herself, wow, maybe the Lord's coming back. The next day in that newspaper, again, they're very small, big, thin, anyway, headline, front page, big picture of the sunset. Headline, sunset looks like second coming of Christ. You see what I'm trying to communicate here? Do you, do you think God's not going to take every opportunity, all of the evil of man, to get us to look up? Because He's about ready to take us up? I believe so. I know in my own life the, the struggles, the difficulties, the trials, as a pastor, as a father, as a husband, in your lives. And then, and then you just take it out of the, the realm of the personal, and you go to the realm of the global, and you look at what's happening in the world, and you start putting the pieces together, and the puzzle pieces are a picture of the rapture. Jesus is coming. And that's what all of this points to. God is readying us for that trumpet to sound. The good news is, is that there's still time to make the most important decision of your life for eternal life. It's the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, salvation found in the person of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus, the only name given among men whereby we must be saved. That's what the word gospel means. Good news, your debt has been paid, the penalty satisfied, you're free to go, brah. Had to add that. What penalty? Oh, the death penalty. That's why we do the ABCs. It's just a simple tool to equip you with, should the Lord ever present you with the profound privilege of sharing Jesus Christ with somebody and giving to someone that answer of that hope that lies within you. What's your hope? That blessed hope, the hope that soon and very soon Jesus is coming to take me out of this evil, Christ-rejecting world, a world that I've long overstayed my welcome in. So the A is just for admit or acknowledge I've sinned against God, because until and unless I acknowledge I'm a sinner, why would I be interested in a Savior? Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. No one's good. You might be good, you'll never be good enough. 
And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's what the word sin means. You missed the mark. It's an archery term. You, you missed the bullseye. You sinned. Romans 6.23, it's like a courtroom analogy. You're entering the sentencing phase. You've been found guilty. You plead guilty. What's the sentence? Death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He purchased that gift for you. He paid in full when He died for you on the cross. He was buried. He rose again on the third day, defeating death. And He's coming back again one day. And there will be, I believe, those of us here who are alive and remain that will not see death, that will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air when the dead in Christ rise first. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. This is so central. It's so simple. Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. John three sixteen. we can all quote this verse. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe would not perish but have everlasting life. And the sea, lastly, this is the expression. This is what comes as a result of believing in your heart. It's a confessing with your mouth or a calling upon the name of the Lord. Romans 10, 9 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And Romans ten thirteen lastly says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It's that simple. I implore you, I implore you, while there's still time, believe in your heart. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Well, I wish I would have saved more time because today's But God testimony is... Uh, I selected it for a reason. I think you'll see why. It's more of a response to last week's update. Uh, it comes from Janelle Perez, who writes, Hello, Pastor. I thought I would write you after your August 13th update, Our Only Way Out. My husband and I lost our eight-month-old son, Lucas, to a brain tumor in 2012 grieving and seeing his empty nursery every day was just too much. So we moved and bought our first home in a little town called Paradise, California. Fast forward to 2018 and we are the proud parents of our second son Tyson who was four years old and in daycare. He was at daycare, in fact, when the fire swept in the morning of November 8th and destroyed the town of Paradise. Direct energy weapon. Come on. Everything is disintegrated, melted, and there's a tree still standing untouched. 
Me and my husband and Tyson barely escaped the flames as we prayed to not be burned alive inside our car as we blindly drove forward. So strange to be surrounded on all sides by fire and yet not being able to see a thing. I truly thought we were goners until suddenly we were surrounded by daylight. I looked back at the wall of gray black smoke we had just driven through and I was dumbstruck. How had we made it out? An emotional numbness came soon after. I I couldn't feel anything but a crushing depression. Losing my firstborn son and now our home was all consuming. So here we are today, Lahaina burning as a punch to the gut. How can a town I've never been to feel like losing everything all over again? My heart aches for both the survivors and the victims. I was actually planning our family's first ever Maui vacation for next summer, researching all the best restaurants in Lahaina and the surrounding tourist sites. I was literally envisioning myself sitting in the sand at sunset and thinking this is where I'll finally find the peace my soul is so desperately seeking. I should have known better. And listen to what she says. There is no location on this earth where we can find true peace. Couldn't find it in a town called Paradise, and I wouldn't find it in a paradise called Maui. Isn't there that saying, no Jesus, no peace? But no Jesus, K-N-O, no peace. We cannot forget that God placed eternity in our hearts. I feel it every moment of every day. And if you know Him, know that He is preparing, I like this, a place for you, a home that's fireproof. Yeah, Maranatha. God bless you, J.D., as well as your family, congregation, and community. Sincerely, Janelle Perez. There will be no peace on earth until the Prince of Peace rules and reigns. And sometimes it takes our worlds to be completely shaken to the core, to get us to wake up and to look up. And I pray that we would do that today. Father, thank you so much. We love you so much. We grieve so much, Lord, for our brothers and sisters in Ohana, on the island of Maui, that are enduring unspeakable suffering. Lord, our only consolation and solace is knowing that you know, and you care, and you see everything. And you don't just know and see and care, you do. And you are doing that which only you can. So Lord, thank you that we can play such a small part in what you're doing there. Ultimately, Lord, we pray for the salvation of many to come because of that which was meant for such evil as this. Thank you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. 
Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.